everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's great to be back and it's great to be recording with you again, Tim. My Thank esteemed you. co-host, good to have you back. Today we're going to be talking about gear, which is always enjoyable, something we always love talking about, but it's not going to be um, gear specifically. It's five things that we each cannot live without on a wedding day. And yeah. we actually, we initially struggled to find five things and then we're like, do we only have to select five things? <laughs> but for the sake of not making this episode hours long, we'll keep it yeah. to five things. Um, and it's the five things, as as the title says, that we can't live without on a wedding day. Meaning, they make they enable us to get through a wedding day. They make a wedding day easier, um, and to some degree, they make a wedding day possible in terms of some of the things that you have on your side. Um, so yeah, I will. Uh, I'll let you start with yeah. your number one. Then Thank I'll go into my number one, and we'll we'll take turns from there. And uh, we've got different things in front of us, so we can actually show you what we're what yeah. we're talking about. Show you what our five things actually are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we have them. Well, I don't have all my things because uh, I don't have my bag with me. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, when we were going through the five things, I was like, I want to talk about some things that just make sense to me to have in my bag. Yeah. And then we sort of started on this roller coaster. And then I was like, what's actually in my bag? Because now I can't think of five. And I was like... <laughs> geez okay now we've got to 10 and i should stop because there's there's just like little things that make a huge difference to us on a wedding day and they i mean we've we've spoken about the obvious gear you need a camera you need a lens yeah you need a flash for most indoors but these things are a little different to that it's not it's not necessarily it's not big gear items but it's it's things that make a difference yeah and uh, my first one is now you need a memory card to start obviously <laughs> and my thing i learned a while ago someone actually had it on their their um memory card and i was like that's genius mm. and now i've done it as well and this is one of tyron's cards if yeah. you can see uh on youtube sorry podcast people on spotify and apple music um we number our cards so i'm going to show it to the camera in front but uh this one's number 15 and um basically you start from one and, and go from there and you yeah. number them as you choose but just Numbering your card is it's made such a difference to organization for me. And it seems random because we we talked about it at the end of last season. All the cards just we were like, what number are you on? And it's like, okay, 16, 17, yeah. okay, 23 over here. I've got this. And you're like, okay, it's chaos, but I actually remember, okay, when I'm when I'm formatting cards or when I'm going through the wedding. Um, later I can be like oh that was on card 16 and you just you do remember it yeah because not just like oh I have to shove all the cards in and check now you're like okay yeah, I had we use dual slots so it's mm. generally a, a 64 and one and a 128 and the other and then you switch out the 64 and then if you go further you do it again but you'll know okay I used numbers one and two on this wedding day mm. and that just it's it's so minimal but just we put a little sticker on and you just put a number on and it, it just makes sense, especially when you're dealing with your card case is stressing me out. I can see like 30 cards <laughs> plus over there. I only shoot. I only have about 20, but <laughs> it just it it's so simple and it just makes sense. Yeah. 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 Like if it wasn't for you, I I wouldn't do that because I I saw in your cards for the <clears> first time that you numbered them. And I was like, that's a really good idea. Yeah. And I've kind of evolved that in my own workflow in that even numbers or odd numbers are in slot number one and even numbers uh, are in slot number two okay. um so i know exactly what needs to go and where and um it's just it's just handy it works really really well and 
also like if you're going through the editing process you you may or before you actually edit when you're just downloading cards um you can even put a note in your crm software or whatever you use you know so and so's wedding work cards number one two three and four yeah. or whatever the case is on the day um just so that you can keep a mental note of what cards belong to what wedding without having to actually go and check and be like oh my word i, don't, I have yeah. to go through all in my case all i don't even know how many cards i have exactly. i probably have about 40 cards in that in that case um so yeah you kind of keep ahead of the ahead of the curve with that and you're aware of what's going on and you know you, you save yourself some time and effort not needing to put your cards in and check each and every one yeah. so yeah that that makes a lot of sense and i'm really thankful to you that that yeah, I, I found out about it because uh, my life would not be the same if i was still uh not labeling my card so yeah. it's a good job on that it's just it's so simple and it's one of those things that when you when you hear it you're like oh okay that yeah. makes sense and even <laughs> myself i have like n numbers one to ten those are all 64s and then 10 yeah. to 20 are all 128s and that's just yeah. something i do and then when you're downloading them you keep those four cards aside and you're like okay yeah. I, d I can i can play with those now and put them on on the car on the hard drive and then i don't have to touch them and those four can stay here and then if you go out on another shoot you don't have those four with you so you're like oh do i have to can i format yeah. or am i not sure yeah. those four aren't with you because you've 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 kept them aside because you know those numbers are not to be touched yeah a handy thing like depending on what kind of case you've got like what i've done especially knowing like what cards still need to be downloaded and what cards are free is that i actually turn them around like you'll probably see on if you're on a YouTube channel, you'll be able to see that some of those cards are facing forward and some of them are facing uh, to the rear. And I know that the ones facing to the rear need, still need to be downloaded mm. or, or still need to be checked, uh, checked, and or f checked and or downloaded before formatting. Yeah. Um, just so I know that I don't, uh, just a way of just avoiding, um, you know, formatting cards that should not be formatted. And thankfully those can all really be formatted now because it's been a while since it's we've tried a, a wedding which yeah. is uh it's been it's been good to have a little bit of a break but it just makes sense for when you're shooting like three weddings a week which i mean we've shot four weddings in four days yeah. and then you're just like <laughs> where where am i with yeah. these cards and then you just know and I, with your case you've got um rows and you can just say okay this row was day one this row is day two and yeah. it's it's something as simple as organizing like that and it just it all helps at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we could talk about cards for a long time. We probably could, yeah. Like cards are so, <laughs> they're such a menial little thing, but they're so important to what we do. And I mean, they're technically, yeah, so we could probably speak about them the whole day, but let's not. Um, so my number one is a bit of a random one. Uh, it's something that I don't, I don't use all the time, but it's a little mobile Bluetooth speaker. Um, it's focusing on my face. Focus on the speaker. There we go. Um, they can, they come in so many different forms. You can pick them up at, you know, most, most shops, you know, have them to some degree. Um, even supermarkets these days sell little speakers like that. The reason why I have it is purely to put the clients at ease or the couple at ease. Um, especially during engagement sessions, I find it's really useful to, you know, potentially see what kind of music music they're into and put a playlist together even ahead of time um i've i've actually found brides and grooms on spotify before mm -hmm. seen what they've 
what they've saved into their you know their favorites or whatever and started playing it like as soon as we start their session and they're immediately at ease because it they enjoy the music they're comfortable they just let their hair down and they're a little bit more open to being in front of the camera potentially for the first time especially in the case yeah. of an engagement session by the time the wedding comes around they probably would have had an engagement session with you already especially with the way that i or that we do our uh, our packages you know we often um it's either included or we definitely promote the idea of them doing an engagement session but yeah definitely my number one is a speaker they're simple they're easy they're cheap ish you know they're cheap enough yeah. you don't need to spend too much money on them um and it's a really good way to just put put your couples at ease yeah i'll never forget a session i had and i probably shouldn't say this i hope they don't listen to this <laughs> but uh i had a session where it was pretty stiff and i just whipped out my phone i was like i wish i had a speaker but i didn't so i just started playing off my phone and then I think it was a Taylor Swift song or something started playing and the dude just started jamming so hard <laughs> and he was just <laughs> feeling it. And then like they're just their photos were just so happy. And yeah. we love our couples when they're happy. And it just yeah. they just both of them started laughing. She he was laughing at himself, she was laughing at him, and it was just <laughs> so good. And the moments were just incredible. And they loved every photo from that session. Yeah. And it's just so simple. Just a yeah. little bit of music. It just put them at ease and made them relax, and it was, yeah, yeah. It's just it's a little hack for for making the couples relax. Exactly. And moral of the story is you don't then need a speaker, but it's handy if you do have one, as long yeah. as your phone is loud enough. Then yeah, it's all good. I'd prefer to have a speaker too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good to have one. And actually, like we're going to speak about um, another thing later. But if you if you're wearing a harness or you know even just a strap, you can actually put that onto your strap. Just kind of connect it. Uh, with a with a clip or whatever, mm. and it's there. It's around. It's around you. You can control it, and uh, yeah, super handy. So we'll go on to your number two yeah. now, which is uh, my number two. It's, one. it's a bit of a, a bit of a strange one because it's not gear related at all. It's not camera related. Yeah. Well, neither is the speaker technically, <laughs> but uh, it's something I I look at so often on a wedding day because wedding days run to a timeline and. If it's late because of you, you feel bad. The vendors are, are unhappy with you. But for me, wearing my watch on the wedding day, and I always have it on me, yeah. Um, except when I sleep, I take it off. <laughs> but um, just instead of pulling out your phone all the time and being like, what's the time? It's just yeah. so quickly, it's so easy to quickly just, if someone says, oh, what's the time? How are we running? And if you know the schedule in your head, which I like to to look at the schedule before the day and know what ha needs to happen at what time. Yeah. And I can just look down on my watch and be like, okay, we have 10 minutes until you need to do this or until I need photos of this or until the flowers arrive, we've got 10 minutes to shoot or, okay, we, we can wait 10 minutes because we have the time for the flowers to arrive. Something like that. And yeah. it's just something simple like, oh, what time is sunset? And you're like, okay, we're out the church now. We're doing family photos. Um, okay, we have half now until the sun goes down let's wrap up the family photos even quicker or can we do the rest of them back there and it's just knowing your times and having a watch to just say okay and it's a quick peek it's not it's nothing fancy it's not taking out your phone and looking rude because yeah. there's nothing worse than a photographer taking out their phone all the time just to, yeah just to do something um just to look at the time in fact yeah um so 
so for me, my number two is my watch and I, I can't do a wedding day without it. <laughs> I think I did one and I was I almost freaked out. I was just like, I'm not OCD at all, but I was just like, panic, panic. <laughs> what, what's the time? And then I did have to whip my phone out all the time and I just felt so awful. About it. I felt so rude doing it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's my number two is a watch. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, like before I started putting poses and stuff on, like actually taking photos of poses and with my camera to use on wedding days and stuff if you hit a blank because everyone hits a blank on wedding days where you're like, I don't know what to put, I don't know what pose to put you in next kind of thing. Um, I've heard a lot, of, a lot of people putting them onto their watches That's and just smart. kind of checking that um, and then potentially even having a photo of the schedule on their watch so that they can keep ahead of Clever. time like that. So. I've heard of people that uh, with the posing thing, because I do that actually quite often <laughs> when we work together, I whip on my phone and I'll just be like, what yeah. pose can we do? The good thing about the speakers, you can just be like, oh, I'm just choosing the next song quickly. And then you like yeah. quickly choose the pose while you're like faking, <laughs> look, picking a song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Your number cool. My two. number two is a snack and water. Now, depending on like how you shoot your wedding days, like I know with the way that we shoot our wedding days, we've probably got, we're probably on our feet 11 hours, 11 hours out of 12, yeah, at least on a wedding day. So you're constantly moving, you're constantly burning energy. You're going to need something to replace everything that you've used. Um, so it's always good to have some kind of snack, whether it's, you know, an unhealthy snack, which I wouldn't necessarily advise, or a healthier one, something that's just going to keep your sugar up keep you energized and ready to go because it's a long long day and it's going to be a while before you eat um if if you even get to eat on a wedding day which sometimes we we haven't don't um so yeah it's really really important and then obviously having water it's vital to be hydrated especially when you're when you're busy you're on your feet you're running around like a crazy person on a wedding day um you know just keep hydrated and keep keep yourself going so that's my number two um I feel like uh, you guys always laugh at me when you see my snack bag in the car. <laughs> I just have this bag full of popcorn, maybe a chocolate or two. So I'll have a Coke in there or just or Red Bull just as like a yeah. some form of energy. But then water, popcorn and some chocolates. And that's what gets me through. It's more like if you're driving from one place to the other, the other yeah. and you don't have time to eat. Because often we get there like mid-morning. So it's like you've had breakfast. It's not quite lunchtime, but you're you're a little snacky, <laughs> and you just just to get something in until dinner. Yeah, that's generally when I have my snack, either like between like bridal prep or groom prep or whatever, and the church or yeah. the ceremony location, or between the ceremony and the reception location. It's always a really good chance to have <laughs> those snacks. I don't laugh at your snack, your your <laughs> snack bag. It's just that you never seem to share what's in your snack bag. <laughs> true, that's the true, issue. True. That's fair. That's fair. It's just a random packet. It's nothing fancy. <laughs> nothing. Nothing inside. Nothing. Oh. Nothing of interest to me. Um, yeah. Just coming back to what you said about e- energy drinks. Like I, I don't like. That's my own personal. Mm-hmm. That's my own personal opinion. But if you're if you're driving quite a distance after a wedding, yeah, even before to some degree, depending on what kind of night you had the night before or whatever, but like having a coffee, even if it's a, even if it's like an iced coffee or whatever, um, just on hand so that you can keep 
your energy levels up yeah. then especially if you're driving long distances like we've had yeah for sure so, i think you know, the when i say the energy drink and we've spoken about this before <laughs> when i was younger i used to every wedding i was like i'm gonna have one and yeah. it became a sort of like i don't I want to say a ritual almost that yeah. at just before the first dance or just before or even at dinner actually i would i would ask them for a glass with ice and i'd pour my own energy drink in and that would be it and that would get me through the night and then i was like well one day when i got a little older i was like okay let's let's see how long i can go without using it and i did a whole wedding without one and i was like oh that was actually super easy so now i have one as like a backup on those ones where we do four four weddings in a row um when you're driving to the next one because if they're two hours apart you almost i like to try and get halfway between the two weddings and Mm. i will i i don't like drinking it on the drive i'll sort of gauge how i feel earlier and maybe have it a little earlier because if i have it on the drive for an hour by the time i'm there i'm not gonna be able to sleep for the next (laughs) day so it's like i think coffee is a big one as well it's 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 an in case yeah you never never feel like you need to depend on it but yeah it's an in case thing yeah absolutely all right, so that's my number two. Your number yeah. three is up next. My number three is is gear. It's actual like it. like <laughs> camera <laughs> and lens gear. Good stuff. Um, and it's it's common. It's a low aperture lens. Um, we obviously shoot on them. We we said in a podcast before that we both have one point four and one point two lenses, and um, this is one of our favorites. It's a thirty five mil. Well, yours is a thirty five one point two. Mine's yeah. a thirty five one four. And, uh, but that's not necessary. I would say a one eight is, is fine. Um, if you can get your hands on like a 50 mil one eight. Um, and I mean, it's, it, if you're new to photography, uh, there's tons of explanations why. And just a simple one is it blows the background really well. Yeah. And, um, you get nice bokeh in the trees or in the background. Um, and, and that just makes everything look a little dreamy for the rest of the day for like family portraits and stuff you don't really need it but for the couple's portraits or um if you're taking shots of like the ring or something you just want that little bit it just makes it look dreamy yeah and it's so you can get them for so cheap and it just makes it look better i always thought when i had an 1855 i think i said this on the last podcast when i had 1855 i I was like mine goes to 50 mil why would i ever buy a different one and spend (laughs) money on it back when i was a student and i was like i'm not spending money on this i have a camera and a lens and then i got a 518 with the new camera that i bought and i was like this is incredible this has changed my whole game my whole game is completely changed just because of one lens and it's a low aperture and it's just when you're in, in when you go indoors you need that low light. Like we, I was shooting yesterday, actually, I had a wedding yeah. and um, I had my 24105, the F4 on and I was like, cool, yeah, getting the shot. And then I brought out the 3514 and I'd stopped down to about one six, and um, it just looked so much better indoors because I didn't have to bump up the ISO. It just let a whole much more light in. I could shoot at a, at a slower rate if I needed to, a s- slower frame rate. Mm-hmm. And it just it just opens up more possibilities and um yeah i would say anything below 2.8 if you can get your hands on one cheaply it's it's value for money yeah. every time yeah and that's my gear talk that's my that's my photo <laughs> and video that's my camera body gear the rest are not related <laughs> <laughs> yeah look it's uh, as you say like obviously the the nice thing about wide aperture lenses like that is um, you know the dreamy look, the the bokeh and all that. Um, but especially with wh- with where we are here in Ireland, like 
if you're not shooting in summer, if you're shooting in winter or autumn or spring to some degree, um, you're you're probably going to be dealing with a lot of low light situations. Yeah. Um, especially when the ceremony has been late in the day and you're running out of options. Um, it's always good to to have something that can go down to one point four, one point two, so that you're not, you know, you're not reducing your your shutter speed down to ridiculous levels where everything's going to be blurred and yeah, and all that. So yeah, definitely uh, a must have. And our our brands wouldn't be where they are without you know wide aperture lenses like that. So even if you just yeah. look on our websites, you'll you'll notice it straight away. Most of, oh, yeah, oh, most of our stuff is wide aperture. 1.2, 1. 1.4, 1. 1.8 at, at a push, but uh, but yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 a really good one. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad you went with that. Um, so my number three is uh, a harness, um, and I've actually got it here. Don't want to put it on the table because it's really loud. Uh, but basically, just a harness that has two um, straps where you can you can run dual cameras. Obviously, the preference is to is to be running dual cameras on a wedding day. Um, this particular one is from Rebel East. Uh, I can't remember what model it is, but it's it's really it's really handy. I, I honestly I I couldn't live without mine to be mm-hmm. to be fair. Um, it's a, it's a really good one, um, and it's made a huge difference because I used to just use straps, and they would they would like they were uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the wedding day, you were extremely sore. Your neck felt like it didn't belong to you anymore so um yeah the massage just exactly (laughs) so yeah i um to me i i couldn't get through a winning day without a harness even if i shoot video i'll sometimes uh attach a camera that i'm not using to the harness or even two cameras that i'm not not using just so that you're there they're there and they're accessible and it's not because the harness is so well balanced you don't really feel like you're you're carrying two two cameras and lenses and whatever um so yeah that that's my number three i think it's also finding the right one now that you say it i used to have one a while ago and i didn't like it because i felt like the cameras were swinging like crazy yeah and um i don't even know what the brand was back then i mean talking five years ago but um i bought another one last year because i was shooting so much and i i I had i bought a strap uh, with just a single strap and and that was fine but my shoulder started to hurt a lot yeah. and i was like okay let me borrow one from my friend ashley yossip who shoots with us mm. and um it uh it was so nice and i was like okay well i want that exact one and i bought it and now i'm i literally can't imagine a wedding day without it yeah i i genuinely can't it just made such a difference <laughs> yeah it helps especially when you're dealing like if you have a really heavy setup in terms of camera and or lens like mm. Obviously, I shoot on Sony A7IVs, so the body itself is really, really light. But the 35 1.2, like if you throw that, if you threw that at someone, you would probably kill them. <laughs> it's really, it's a heavy, beast. it's a really heavy lens. Um, so like, if you were carrying that on one strap, like around your neck, it would be, yeah, it would not be pleasant. No, it would not be pleasant. So yeah, that's my number three. I can't live without my harness Fair. on a wedding day. Yeah. What's your my number four. four? is pretty random but uh, <laughs> I, as i said earlier we went i went i looked at my camera bag in my head and i said <laughs> i opened it up in my head and i said what's what's in there and the thing that's at the top is a lens cloth yeah just any old lens cloth and uh the amount of times i'm i'm clumsy i'll admit <laughs> and i 
will go to grab one of the cameras because the cameras are on the harness and they they're down i don't always um i don't always look and i just grab one and i might just smudge the lens with my finger and i'm like oh. yeah so silly so i always because i wear a shirt i have one in my top pocket a lens cloth yeah and uh, i'll just whip that out and just quickly clean it off and if it's raining which in ireland it does happen quite often <laughs> um we'll get caught out and and those specks can often ruin the photo so i yeah. that's why i always have it i just wipe it down quickly before the day starts i wipe it down the lenses and then keep it on me at all times and um it saved saved me a good couple of times when I smudged my finger on the lens and and that would just ruin everything it just the whole photo is soft it can't focus properly the camera um yeah so that's that's my number four is, is lens cloth yeah and you you're like a never-ending source of a lens cloth on a wedding day as well <laughs> like i know yasip and i both come to you on a wedding day and be like can we use your cloth please i think i have four in my bag <laughs> <laughs> and if one of those goes missing i just replace them yeah. I just made a big order one day and i was like i know i'm going to use them all over my lifetime so <laughs> i always always bring it back if i use it so i haven't taken any no. um yeah that, that that makes a lot of sense and as you say like we live in ireland it rains a lot and there's nothing worse than mm. having a really soft image that yeah you, you haven't planned to be soft like obviously soft images have their place and stuff but if you haven't planned for it to be that way um <laughs> you'd be you'd be rubbing your, your t-shirt yeah literally yeah, your shirt, your and shirt like your depending dress. on what kind of shirt you've got yeah. you know if you've got like a, a smart you know button-up shirt it's not necessarily the softest material mm. all the time it could scratch your lens and scratch, scratch the coating yeah. Exactly. yeah it's it's not worth thinking about so no. lens cloth is definitely a good idea oh. all right so your number four my so. number four is now i've got it here with me um obviously yes that is a camera but it's what the camera is in now, this potentially could be more geared towards video, uh, and it's a cage. So the camera, as you'll see on YouTube, um, is in a cage. The cage allows you to do, um, allows you to mount various things, whether it be microphones or lights or monitors, whatever you use in the course of shooting video. Uh, cages are perfect. Um, but I've actually these cages actually very rarely come off my camera. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is that the way that this one is designed, if you were to drop your camera, now obviously bearing in mind that you'll have a lens on it more than likely, but if you were to drop your camera, there's actually going to be very few points where you can do a huge amount of damage if you were to drop it because it, it is actually quite well protected. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I leave it on when I'm not shooting video, when I'm actually just shooting photo. Um, it might not be to everyone's taste. It might be a little bit too heavy for some people. It might be just too cumbersome. Um, but yeah, I, especially on video days where I'm shooting video, I would be lost without shooting yeah. with a cage because it's just that much handier. I think it. what's nice is it doesn't stop you from doing anything else on your camera. It doesn't get in the way yeah. of if you need to change a battery, super easy. If you need to add ports into the side, yeah, easy. Add a flash to the top it literally never gets in the way and yet it it protects your camera so well yeah it's, it's a really interesting piece of equipment yeah absolutely um now this is a small rig one and what i forgot to mention earlier is that we'll link a lot of these mm. um products down in the description of both the audio podcast and obviously youtube um there's a good chance that it'll be affiliate links so it'll be a, 
Amazon affiliate links, these, we obviously do make a little bit of money off them, but that money helps us run the channel, yep. uh, helps us improve the channel. So if you need to pick up any of the things that we have mentioned today, definitely use those links and support our channel in the process. It doesn't cost you anything extra, which is amazing. Yep. So yeah, that's my number four. A uh, cage. So, what is your number five? My number five. Final item. My final item. Another strange one earplugs. Yep. I, again, uh, in my youth, I always thought, ah, I'm fine. My <laughs> eyes are good. My ears are fine. Oh, was I silly for not protecting them earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I always have earplugs in my car in my bag in the side pocket of my bag and um it's more for the reception for the the music part and we're there for generally between 15 minutes and half an hour depending on what the vibe is if yeah. it, if it dies down a little we'll head out early and then and then guests can can be there without us pointing a flash in their face <laughs> um but if it goes on longer we generally like to stay about half an hour just to just to get every, get it as much footage as possible both photo and video wise and um it's still loud with earplugs in yeah but as soon as you walk out of the room and you take your earplugs out you realize how much you've protected your ears um and it makes the world of difference i if i don't have my earplugs for some reason i will i will scratch around for i have earbuds in my car most of the time as well i will run down as quickly as i can mm -hmm. to go get earbuds just some sort of ear protection and, and the earplugs are generally the ones i have yeah. um and they make such a difference for that reception and uh it's one of those things you're like again i say when i was younger it was like oh the music's fine it's chilled but now that i wear them at every wedding i'm like this makes the world of difference i can actually hear my own thoughts when I get in my car and drive <laughs> home. Whereas before you just hear this ringing for minutes. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so, so necessary for me. Yeah, I, I think second to a lack of water on a wedding day, loud music oh. at the reception is one of the leading causes of wedding. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I like, I think you actually got me into wearing them as well. Like I've always, like I've always had issues with my ears mm. and they've always been sensitive to noise and just getting, just being able to put something in my ears so that if I walk past a speaker, which we, we often do, like oftentimes we'll shoot from yeah. the perspective of the band or the DJ, but that also puts us around the speakers. And you're not necessarily like looking out for the speaker. You're just walking and you're like, yeah, Oh, I see a shot because thing. that's a cool circle of people. I'm going to take this shot. Yeah. And you walk right next to the speaker yeah. and with earplugs, it saves your saves you but if Absolutely, you're not wearing yeah. them oh it's, it's, it's horrible it's downright painful if, oh. if you're not so yeah that that i completely agree with you on that i yeah i would be lost without earplugs yeah. or ear protection of some sort on a wedding day like I, I i just use old samsung um earbuds that's it um i've been tempted to use my airpods but I'm not that brave yet because <laughs> I can see me dropping them, <laughs> dropping them on the dance floor on. and never seeing them again. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I will continue to use the old Samsung ones for Good. the meantime. <laughs> but but yeah, I'll yeah. So that's my five. That's your five. And, so I need um, to finish up mine. You've got your last one, and uh, <laughs> I know this is in the boot of your card every single wedding. <laughs> I think we always is. pull this out later on. If if not early, it always comes out in the night time. <laughs> I think it's actually. It's weird that it's not in the boot of my car, even at the moment, even though we haven't shot weddings for a good few months now. 
It is the Godox 8200 Pro. So I'm geeking out a little bit, and you're probably geeking out a little bit as well because you, like me, love off-camera flash. Yeah. The Godox 8200 Pro is basically a flash unit that is for off-camera flash. Yeah. So we, a lot of what we do is off-camera flash based, especially um, later in the evening, kind of between the end of the meal and the beginning of the first dance. We'll get the couple outside uh, and we'll just make use of um, light yeah. and get creative with lights. And the Godox 8200 for us is, it's proven itself time and time again. Um, there are various options. Obviously, you don't need to go for the 8200. You can do very much the same thing with any speed light that works remotely, yeah. which are most these days, most brands have some kind of um, way to use speed lights and lights in general remotely. So yeah, I, I would be lost without that. And a bonus one that I, I don't really, ha it's over there, but I don't want to kind of open it up because uh, you, won't, you won't see us if I open it up, but it's the, uh, it's the MagMod MagBox softbox basically. Yeah. It's the softbox in a little bag. Um, and you can handhold, you can handhold the uh, eighty two hundred with the softbox, and we've done a lot of off camera flash stuff, yeah. just holding both of them together. Um, and yeah, like if it wasn't for that, on most wedding days we would be, we would be lost, and yeah. I, I wouldn't be overly happy with not using off camera flash yeah. at least once on a wedding day. So at least once, I feel like it's uh, again you don't need an 8200 and a magmod box. Those are just the ones we yeah. have and we love them. And it's for us, it's a quick, easy setup and we know exactly, the setup yeah. so well. So I, it's the same with buying a camera is buy the one that feels right to you. Yeah. It's not necessary to say one's better than the other and, and flash and boxes aside. We know the setup so well. we can do it in two minutes. We'll have yeah. it up. And um, I remember last year, I didn't know off camera flash at all. And uh, by the end of the year, I was itching. I was like, can we get to nighttime? Because I want to <laughs> grab this thing out the car and set it up. Let's go. And I see a spot already. And I'll, when I arrive at the venue, I'll be like, we can use that wall. We yeah. can use that. We can use the whole building. We can, we can use the fountain. Let's do it. <laughs> and you'll, I remember once you were even like, calm down. We'll find a good spot. We'll go to the fountain. It looks really good there. And I'm yeah. like, okay, what about the other way as well? And you're like, oh, just... We'll get there. Yeah. We'll, and like, it's, it's one of those things we always bring it out at a certain time. And, and we love that session. It's, it's a, also a way for the couple to have five minutes by themselves yeah. well, with us, but they're almost like, Oh, I've been, okay, I've been talking to people for three hours now. Let me yeah, let's exactly, go outside yeah. and take a breath of fresh air. And then they always enjoy it. Not one couple has been like, Oh, that was upsetting. And they all love the photos as well. Yeah. So learning off camera flash was great for me. And now I was, and then I'm like itching to do it. And, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, that's the gear we use for it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it. That's each of our fives. Uh, I think we've both mentioned things that are really important to With us. us. Like as every as, wedding, as I said, you know, we could do a lot more than five each, but those are kind of the main ones that we that we really came up with. Yeah. Um, and again, they'll they'll be linked in the description below. So if you want to pick any of these up, you will be really helping the channel uh, by doing so by clicking on those links. And um, yeah, if you have any questions about our gear, if you have any questions about things that we've mentioned, let us know. Send us a send us a DM, uh, comment on the YouTube channel, um, get in touch via Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Anything. And remember that we do have the uh, Creative Collective group on Facebook as well, or community as yeah. they now call themselves. Um, 
so yeah if, if you are a photographer or a videographer and you're listening to this and you are looking for a community that's you know growing and you know really interested in developing anyone who wants to develop in in the group give us a shout and, and head on over and, and join the group and we'd love to have you there and that's it so until next time thank you till next time it was good having have you a good too. one and uh we'll chat soon we'll chat soon cheers cheers everyone